It requires that school, multiple and single-use occupancy restrooms are only to be used by persons of the same biological sex. The House and Senate pass the bathroom bill. It also includes locker rooms and other spaces where changing or disrobing may occur. A trans student is not safe in a restroom that doesn't align with their gender. From IPR News, this is the weekly legislative podcast, Under the Golden Dome. As legislators have their say, some are blunt. This bill sucks and we should quit picking on kids. Others question, why make this change now? We are accepting the false narrative that there is a problem so that we can sweep in and be heroes. Proponents argue it's about protection. What about the legitimate concerns, safety concerns, and privacy concerns of our daughters or our young men? There are also dozens of other bills passing, and most of them are supported by nearly all legislators. This is a good bill. This is an awesome bill. I really enjoyed working on this bill. I urge adoption. And sometimes both the Democrats and Republicans get carried away with humor. And the Speaker of the House has to step in. If they keep behaving like that, I have a feeling Majority Leader Winchettle is going to have a place for his foot uh, as we move forward. I'm John Pemble. This is Under the Golden Dome for the week ending March 17th, 2023. It's worth noting the majority of the legislation during every session is bipartisan, non-controversial, and passes with ease. House File 608 is the Seizure Safe Schools Bill. Republican Representative Ray Sorensen leads the discussion for a bill providing training in schools for how to recognize and respond to a student experiencing a seizure. It's a passion of mine as my daughter, Indy, suffered an hour-long seizure when she was two and a half and I realized in real time that I had a ton to learn about the seizure community. There are over 40 different types of seizures, and one out of 10 Americans will have a seizure, and one in 26 will develop epilepsy. This is an awesome bill. Democratic Representative Molly Buck says it's for public and non-public schools. There's also a spot in the bill that um, would give schools the option of age-appropriately training those classes as well. This is a great bill for um, Iowa students, and it's a great bill for Iowa teachers, and I encourage a yes vote on this bill. It passes with only one representative opposing. In the Senate, Republican Senator Chris Conoyer advocates for a bill about robotic extracurricular activities in the schools. Robotics programming exposes kids ages 4 to 16 of all abilities to science, technology, engineering, and math through fun, exciting, hands-on learning. Participants gain a real-world problem-solving experience through guided global robotics program, helping today's students build skills like teamwork, collaboration, resiliency, communication, critical thinking, and confidence, all skills that our workforce pipeline is looking for. The bill has the support from Democratic Senator Pam Yoakum, partially because she wrote it. I just wanted to uh, express my gratitude for advancing this piece of legislation. Senator Yoakum says she got the idea after attending the Dubuque County Fair last summer. And a number of our high school and middle school students were at the fair, and they were exhibiting their work on robotics. And I was so impressed by it that I went over and talked to those students and their teacher uh, while I was at the fair. And they gave me this idea, and I went, what a great idea. And yes, we need to include this in, uh, in our school systems. In the House, there is unanimous support for a bill about computer security. This legislation is necessary as we know there is a constant 
barrage of cyber threats to our businesses each and every day. Republican Representative Barb Kniff McCullough says it incentivizes companies to increase their information technology security. This bill provides an affirmative defense for a business that has a cybersecurity program in place and who satisfies industry-recognized requirements. If a company has a data breach but is using industry-recognized technical standards, it provides some protections from a civil suit. So if personal information is hacked, but the organization has reasonable security controls, they have some legal protection or affirmative defense in the event of a lawsuit. This is a quality bill. It has the support of Democratic Representative Josh Turek. It doesn't prevent uh, any sort of tort lawsuit. However, it just provides an affirmative defense. And this also provides incentive um, for cybersecurity standards. I'm recommending a yes vote. In the Senate, Republican Senator Jeff Edler manages a bill removing the prescription requirement for EpiPens. Senate File 326 adds epinephrine auto-injectors to the existing statewide protocol for patients 18 years and older. State Medical Director, along with the Board of Pharmacy, will establish the protocols on dispersing and administering EpiPen without a prescription. EpiPens are designed to be used in an emergency situation when someone is having an extreme allergic reaction. People with extreme food allergies, for example, are generally advised by doctors to have an EpiPen always available. This bill contains an amendment to add self-administered hormonal contraceptives to also be dispensed and administered by the state pharmacists under the statewide protocol to patients 18 years of age and older. This has been referred to as over-the-counter birth control. Non-prescription birth control has been a priority from the governor for many years. This was part of another bill from the governor about maternal health care, but Republicans removed that section. But it passes here in the Senate with only three Republicans opposing. And back in the House of Representatives, Republican Representative Austin Harris begins what becomes a long series of puns. House File 635 has to do with licensing for a podiatrist to ensure podiatrists start off on the right foot. Representative Harris says it allows podiatry students to apply for a license after completing their second out of a three-year residency. This would put podiatry on the same standing as other medical doctors. Democratic Representative Austin Baith goes along with the puns in his support of the bill. This bill will heal our lack of podiatry access in this state. In a time of calloused hyperpartisanship, this bill is not socialist nor fasciitis, just a real good midfoot-of-the-road legislation, and I urge your arch support. Minority Leader Jennifer Confirst calls a point of order, but Speaker of the House Pat Grassley realizes she's probably not serious. Representative Confirst, if they keep behaving like that, I have a feeling uh, Majority Leader Winchettle is going to have a place for his foot. Uh, as we move forward. So I'm going to let it go at this point in time. Your point is not well taken. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Seeing no further discussion, seeing no further discussion, the chair recognizes uh, Representative Harris for closing remarks on House File 635. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you to my colleagues for not defeating my amendment. This is a terrific bill that gives podiatrists a foot in the door to starting their careers. To my knowledge, there is no arch opposition to this bill. I encourage my colleagues to follow in my footsteps in supporting House File 635. I move the bill. Moments of levity aren't a daily occurrence, but they do happen throughout the year. 
so do the more contentious bills that draw strong responses, including what is known as the bathroom bill. This is the Legislative Podcast Under the Golden Dome. I'm John Pimble. Now, historically, the right to privacy has been protected by dividing our public spaces and providing privacy by separating biological males and biological females and providing separate facilities according to your biological sex. Republican Senator Sherilyn Westrich floor manages a bill prohibiting K-12 public and private school students from using a bathroom that differs from the sex listed on their birth certificate. The bill allows for someone to use a different facility, like if a trans girl will not use the boys' room, the school can allow her to use a single occupancy or a staff toilet. And they're all going to be provided, provided facilities where they can have privacy, all the kids. The bill should be called the Bathroom Bullies Bill because that is what it does. Democratic Senator Liz Bennett says this isn't a bill about providing safety for school kids. Bills like this continue a line of efforts to use fear and violence to force people into gender roles assigned by society. Almost every woman I know who appears masculine of center or butch can tell you a story about being lunged at aggressively and told she's in the wrong bathroom. It's scary, and bills like this encourage that behavior. Democratic Senator Claire Selsey says this is one of many bills in Republican-controlled states like Iowa that target LGBTQ individuals. This bill is about disrupting lives and using transgender people as pawns in the governor's plan to become the most loyal in red state land. Under this bill... Random Iowans who do not know the students, their parents, nor their individual situations can file that complaint with the Attorney General's office. The bill states any citizen of the state can file a complaint of violation with the Attorney General. But first, they have to provide the school with a written notice describing the violation. If, after three days, the school does not settle the matter, the Attorney General's investigation begins and legal action can be pursued. I'm also being contacted by parents who are concerned about the privacy of their daughters while they are using the facilities at school. Republican Senator Chris Kenoyer supports this bill. Some students are holding it because they don't feel comfortable going into a restroom with some of, someone of the opposite gender. We need to ensure that all students feel safe at our schools so they can focus on learning. We cannot sacrifice the rights and privacy of some students to accommodate the rights and privacy of others. The bill passes on party lines from the Senate. The House takes up the bill a week later. Now I do understand and empathize with a child that may not feel comfortable using the bathroom of their biological sex. Republican Representative Stephen Holt is the floor manager and says accommodations can be made for someone like a trans student. However, that cannot be done or should not be done at the expense of the privacy and safety of our daughters. Democratic Representative Austin Baith says this is a solution in search of a problem. He asks Representative Holt to yield to questions. Can you tell me of some reported cases, perhaps any police reports or or criminal activity that's occurred in the state of Iowa from our current use of bathrooms? Um, Representative, um, I know of at least six school districts, and I will not name them because I don't think that's fair to the children or to the schools. 
but I can name at least six school districts and countless parents uh, who have expressed concerns and where these issues are actually taking place. Uh, and as, as my mom used to say, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I'm not interested in waiting until a child is raped in a restroom by someone pretending to be a transgender. Uh, I, think, I think it is important that we get this done. Representative Baith says present laws are already in place for nefarious use of school restrooms. These are just kids who want to pee. I don't want my kids going to school needing to wield their birth certificate to use the bathroom, folks. I don't want my kids going to school where adult staff are eyeing my children trying to guess whether they have a penis or a vagina. That's what this is. You talk about privacy. This is an invasion of privacy. Democratic Representative Eleanor Lovin says this bill will make someone like a trans girl subject to ridicule for going to a boy's room while wearing a dress. We are accepting the false narrative that there is a problem so that we can sweep in and be heroes, all the while disregarding that our trans kids are the ones who face harassment and even violence as a result. I am asking you personally, please do not do this to them. Nothing in this legislation prevents anyone from peeing. As Representative Holt delivers his closing remarks, he talks about school locker rooms, field trips, or extracurricular activities where students may need to change clothing in front of each other. And it's interesting that you try to minimize the concerns that parents and children could have on this issue. And that's what those peeing comments did. They are attempting to minimize and make this bill look silly and unnecessary. What you didn't mention, Representative Baith, what you didn't mention, Representative Levin and others, is what about the kids? What about our daughters and sons who have to change their clothes in a hotel room or a locker room or a changing facility with members of the opposite sex? Representative Holt says it's unacceptable when there isn't biological separation for these kinds of situations for students. The goal of this bill is to respect and promote the privacy and safety of all of our children at school. And I believe that is what this legislation accomplishes in the most logical and effective way possible. This bill passes with all Democrats opposing and five Republicans join in voting no. This bill is now eligible for the governor to sign into law. If she does, it becomes effective immediately. This is the weekly legislative podcast, Under the Golden Dome, where you get an up-close perspective of some of the statehouse processes. You can read about the flurry of activity at the Capitol from other Iowa Public Radio reporters, stories by Katerina Sostarik, Grant Gerlach, and Natalie Krebs, are available now from our website, iowapublicradio.org. Script editor for this episode is IPR News Director Michael Leland. This is one of many active podcasts from IPR News. Seek out our others, like our daily early morning podcast, Here First. We also have Garden Variety. You can find them with your favorite podcast program or look them up at ipr.org. I'm John Pimble. Under the Golden Dome is a production of Iowa Public Radio.